uh, I hate that voice every time it triggers me. Okay. Um, but for anybody listening back onto the podcast, it is uh, September the 22nd. And uh, tonight we have an absolutely incredible episode with the box ticking machine, as I have nicknamed her. Uh, Hannah has now been with us online um, with AS for probably nearly three years, would you say, Hannah? Yeah, uh, the first, very first lockdown, the April of the first lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. And then before that, Hannah was working with myself um, and Elle at some group sessions. And before that, PT. So Hannah has put up with my shit for a long time, to say the least. <laughs> um, but uh, she has had some absolutely incredible results. And we all know that these client hot seats are an incredible opportunity to look at someone who has either been there and done what you are looking to potentially achieve, or they have some incredible insights, wisdom, knowledge, tactics, tips, strategies that we can all learn from. So um, Hannah, I want you to just paint a little bit of a picture. Who is Hannah? What do you like to do? What hobbies do you have? Just to paint a bit of a picture for people. Um, So I was a swimmer a very long time ago. No longer swim myself, but teach it currently. Um, would love to get back into it myself, but just don't have the time. Um, apart from that, I pretty much work gym and then do boating on the side and help out as as crew for that side of the business that we do. Awesome. Um, so yeah, that that's pretty much it, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then obviously Al, your partner, he he was on the program as well, so you help him out with some of the boating stuff as well, right? Yes. Yeah, perfect. Yes. Love it. So um, let's just take people back to where you were. Let's say before we started kind of with like the online side of things. So do you want to just paint a little bit of picture in terms of where you are and what was going on? So before I joined the program, um, I was not fab with my food. So from when I went from kind of training all the time and swimming and, and I kind of stopped that after uni, I then started to put the weight on. I wasn't really doing anything. I'd gone into full-time work, but it was like buying lunches and sugar and kind of what I was feeling like and chocolate, biscuits, that kind of thing. Um, and then going home and snacking because I wasn't eating the right food during the day and just eating, going home, eating crisps, watching TV, not really doing a lot. Um, and then obviously lockdown hit and it got even worse, just drinking by like two o'clock in the afternoon more so because there wasn't anything else to do again just eating baking eating all the cakes um just really not being healthy at all I suppose um had done like the PT side of it and and everything like that and I'd seen a couple of other PTs and so I eventually came Simon um and then yeah Simon kicked my ass into shape really <laughs> Yeah, and and the rest is history. For those people who don't know, Hannah is probably one of the most incredible bakers. Um, I keep saying she needs to open a bakery, but she's not taking my advice on that one. Um, but talk, talk. Obviously, you mentioned that you'd done a bit of PT and things like that. But just talk to us a little bit more about some of the stuff you tried, um, and what you were kind of struggling with in a bit more detail before you joined. Um. So I had gone to. So I was doing the a couple of group sessions. Um, like circuits and stuff like that but wasn't necessarily doing it consistently was at one point really good at getting in like walking getting up five o'clock in the morning walking around Queens Valley and stuff like that um, I was actually doing it with my auntie who's a bit bigger than I am um, more so just to get her up and out and and 
to do it with her and get her moving. Um, and then had done PT, but was only kind of doing once a week, half hour, an hour, as and when, but again, wasn't really necessarily consistently getting anything out of it, but also not doing anything else around that. Yeah. Um, so not not really making the most of it, really. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's such an important point to kind of realise is that that 30 minutes, that 45 minutes, that 60 minutes that you spend in the gym isn't going to solve the problems that you're looking to solve. Um, it's what happens in those other 23 hours a day, seven days a week, which we started to implement that re- really made the big changes. So where you were, where energy was low, we were kind of just eating all the biscuits, baking all the cakes. What impact was that kind of having on you? Um, I was just really unhappy. So I, when I was swimming, I did, I had the figure that I wanted and I could kind of eat what I wanted and get away with it at the time. Obviously my metabolism was a lot better then as well. Um, but I was also training eight times a week. So that was two hour sessions, some days twice a day. So four hours of swimming and stuff like that. So once I'd kind of stopped all that life kind of hit me like a train, (laughs) Um, I was so self-conscious. I was really unhappy with my body. I was absolutely knackered all the time. Um, could kind of sleep anywhere, anytime and still wake up tired. Mm. Um, not sleeping great at night, just not happy and just not doing what I wanted to be doing. Yeah. Was that, was that affecting you in, in any other, any other ways? Um, mentally probably wasn't in a great place, but. I think the the physical like self-conscious side hit me a lot more, especially in the job that I'm in where I am having to wear like a swimming costume all day, every day and having to be in front of a ton of people was just really knocking my confidence. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that little voice in the back of your head, that's like, do it, don't do it, do it, don't do it. Ah, oh, just do it. You'll be okay. Um, that little voice is super tiring. And the more we try to just, push it down, push it down, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, the more energy it takes away. And uh, that just has a knock-on effect of then not mm-hmm. then having less energy. So let's now fast forward. We painted a picture of the kind of past. Where are we now? What's life like now? Um, a lot more energy. Um, still sleep, still not fab, but I it never has been. Even since I was really, really young, my sleep's just been all over the place. But also, I think with the job I do doesn't really help. Um, Confidence-wise, I'm very happy where I am now. Still have a little bit of work to do, hence why I'm still here. Um, but yeah, like I will quite happily go into work now, put my costume on, walk around poolside and, and be able to actually sit and have a conversation with the parents without kind of going, oh, everyone's looking at me which is where I was. I was, I was very much self-conscious about the fact that everyone was looking at me. Yeah. I mean, loving the gym sessions. I kind of wake up knowing what I'm doing, knowing what food I'm having rather than just kind of picking stuff off as I, as I go and kind of hoping for the best. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the box ticking, the box ticking machine, you got that nickname for a reason. So um, would you say that the, the time, the money, the effort that you've invested into this program so far has been worth it? Oh, hundred percent. I there's no. I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am without taking the leap and doing this. I didn't tell her to say that, by the way, guys. 
Okay. Um, so look now, obviously we've painted a little bit of a picture now, obviously I want to get everyone asking some questions and things like that throughout this, but let's kind of dig into some kind of key principles around your training, nutrition, lifestyle, mindset, things like that, just because I want people to have some really kind of tangible kind of takeaways to be able to go and implement into their journey if they feel like it's going to be, uh, something that's going to work for them. So we'll just go for like two from each. We'll like start with nutrition. What would be, if you were coaching someone right now, what would be your t- top two tips, tricks, strategies, non-negotiables when it comes to your nutrition? Um, definitely plan all your food in advance. So the, the one thing that I found easiest for me, especially on really busy days, is to in the morning or even the night before. So I, I do my lunches the night before. So I do have to just get up and take it out of the fridge. I track everything that I'm going to eat for tomorrow. I will track tonight. That includes breakfast, lunch, dinner, any snacks that I'm going to have kind of in between work. And that is the food that I will take with me and I won't have anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was one of the main ones for me. Yeah. How, how much time and energy and decision-making has that saved you? Oh, huge amount. The amount of times. So I know, I noticed it a lot over the summer when because of doing like the boating side as well and being on charter or being on a trip that you don't necessarily know what time it's going to finish. You can't necessarily have planned dinner or planned getting in a food shop. We were kind of going home and being like, well, what do we eat now? Well, this is what we have. We have to try and make something out of that and then potentially end up going over your calories because you're just throwing something together at nine o'clock at night. Whereas planning it in the morning, like I can go home and be like, this is what I'm eating. I, I absolutely love that. And it com- comes down to that proactive nutrition. I think there's there's two sides of that from what I'm hearing as a coach. It's one, you've set yourself up for success. And two, knowing you as a person, um, and I know you will not mind me saying this, Hannah, you're not the best morning person, are you? No. <laughs> okay. So this is Hannah looking at where where her strengths and weaknesses are lying, going, hey, look, I know I'm not the best in the morning. So I'm going to protect that time because I know I am low energy in the morning. So I'm going to make sure that I don't have to do any high energy tasks. And maybe prepping your food is a high energy task. So you don't want to prep some uh, pair somewhere where you're low energy with a high energy task. Whereas in the evening, you probably got that little bit of energy where you can go, if I look after this now, then I'm not going to have to do it in the morning. Okay. So um, can you give us one more kind of key principle for your nutrition and I'll see if anyone's got any questions around your nutrition. Um, So another thing that I have found really well for when um, like dropping calories was doing things like only having certain foods when I'm in certain phases. So like for me, watermelon is a big one. I will have watermelon when I'm on my low calories because it's really filling and there's hardly any calories in it snacks like cucumber and stuff like that I'll I'll have them when I know that my calories are going to be lower compared to having them when I've got 1600 calories to eat rather than have watermelon and then a ton of snacks on top I'll save it yeah absolutely it's a a little a little tactic in the back pocket for when you need it I absolutely love that um I kind of do that subconsciously without even realizing watermelon is my go-to the the fridge Mm. Bridget stopped with it right now. So, um, guys, what was your either your biggest takeaway from that kind of little nutrition section, or have you got any questions for Hannah when it comes to nutrition? Something she has been able to stay incredibly, incredibly, incredibly consistent with for a long period of time now. Um, Hannah, how much weight did you lose? 
in when I was at my lowest weight, I'd lost um, about twelve kilos. Yeah, which was from when I started, which was pushing on 17 percent of her body weight, which is yeah. pretty damn incredible. And we've managed to maintain pretty much within within about five percent of that as well, haven't we, for a long time? So, guys, get typing, please. What's been your biggest takeaway um, from that? I really like the second one, Hannah, kind of like periodizing when you use certain foods when those calories do drop. Just gives you a little um, something in the back pocket, guys. I would like at least two shares, please. What's been your biggest takeaway from that? Let me know. And just in case you want to have a think, we'll go, we'll go on to uh, lifestyle next. Okay, I'm just hoping some people are typing away. This is the awkward bit where I uh, sit here and wait. Amber, plan ahead, 100%. I know you are the queen of planning ahead as well, Amber. It does make life so much easier. Yeah. Uh, do you drink any shakes, Hannah? Um, not often. Um, I will do. So, like, if I know that I'm gonna have like a late, late, late evening. So one of my nights at work, I have adults. I don't actually get home to about half past nine in the end of it. I will have a protein shake before I go back into my teaching for the afternoon just to kind of tide me over just because it fills me up. Not massively. Or if I know, for example, I have some calories left and I don't really feel like anything and I need to get the protein in kind of as a if I need it, but it's not something that I do consistently, no. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, when it comes to shakes, there's only two, obviously there's two reasons they should be used. Number one is that you really, 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 really struggle to get enough protein in for the day. Okay. Um, some people do. Okay. I think if you do, there's other things that you can do and it shouldn't be your first priority to look for a shake. It's called a supplement for a reason. It supplements your diet. The other reason is for the exact reason that Hannah's used there purely for convenience. Um, for example, I used to take, have a protein shake in the mornings um, when I used to personal train because I didn't want to stand there in front of my clients and eat a a bowl of porridge or scrambled eggs or something, but I would stand there and drink a shake because otherwise I wouldn't eat till one, two o'clock. So Hannah, when it comes to training, what would your top two principles be? Um, so more recently, setting non-negotiables. These are the sessions that I have to be getting in. Um, I am probably the worst person with my immune system currently. Um, Simon will tell you the amount of times where I've been I, I physically just cannot get this extra session in I, or I'm not well or I've done this um, but with the help of Eleanor as well going down to two sessions and being like these are the two you have to do this is if you can get it in I've actually been a lot more consistent with sessions rather than being you have three sessions you have to get them all in kind of for me just those non-negotiables worked really really well and that comes in as well as everything not just with my sessions and with the training yeah i absolutely love that i think the 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 pure fact of just kind of drawing that line in the stand and saying this is what i do this is who i am um even on a bad a bad week a poor week i'm crazy busy this is the standard i have to meet because this is what allows me to at least maintain if not take a, a centimeter step forward rather than saying no i'm not gonna do this and taking a step backwards so this comes back to that that lovely saying that I've been saying all year. Does anybody know it? Consistently good rather than occasionally great. Come on, team. Come on. Um, I absolutely love that. So what about one more? I love the non-negotiables. Um, what's one more then, Hannah? Um, 
you will you will have not great gym sessions don't beat yourself up over it you will have sessions that you go in and it feels rubbish and you just leave the gym feeling like it's probably the worst session you've done in the world you've still gone in there and you've still done a gym session yeah absolutely you put a penny in the slot machine not always a two pound coin or 50 pound note um question how do you deal with that if you've had a bad gym session um complain about it a lot <laughs> my first instinct is basically to write in that comment on trainer eyes and be like it felt awful however i then go away and on my drive home think but i've still done it i've still lifted some weights it might not have been what i had done the week before but i've still gone in there and i've still burnt the calories and i've still done a session uh Okay, I've got. I, I love that. I've got two two questions. Um, I'm struggling to meet my protein limit. What do you suggest? Okay, number one is prioritize all your meals around your protein sources. Okay, so think breakfast. What's my protein source? What am I going to have with it? Lunch. What's my protein source? What am I going to have with it? Dinner. What's my protein source? What am I going to have with it? Okay. Um, if you put that in first, you track it into my fitness pal. Adjust the serving sizes until you match your reach your protein target for the day then you can work out what any additional extras you want in with your meals. So then you can work out how much, how many vegetables, how many carbohydrate sources, how many fat sources do you want with it? Okay. Um, and then another question for you, Hannah, did you do gym sessions as well as a run or a swim or just go to the gym session? Just do the gym session. So I have a helpful tip for the first one about the protein. And yeah. this was actually thing that Simon said to me about a year ago and I was in the same position. I was really struggling with my protein but I wasn't having any protein really with breakfast. Um, so I consistently have porridge for breakfast, porridge with blueberries, raspberries. Simon suggested adding in 100 grams of phage into my porridge. And I've basically managed to hit 100, over 100 grams of protein majority of my days just by adding that into my breakfast, um, if that helps. Or I take phage and fruit as a snack. Um, it really really filling like between kind of lunch and and dinner just to have it as a snack for me really tides me over yeah absolutely. and then the training one um I do just do my gym sessions but I am very consistent with my steps um yeah. I will very much I'm the kind of person that I'll kind of wander around the house in the morning reading a book for half an hour and get three to four thousand steps in before I even go to work yeah and phage or fire is like the zero percent fat um greek yogurt it is an absolute godsend when it comes to trying to keep your uh eleanor said she'll drop your whatsapp perfect okay it's an absolute godsend skur skur yogurt is a very um good alternative as well um but yeah it's an absolute incredible one i know eleanor made a like a, a raspberry mousse or something with it l do you want to just share on that quickly oh yeah the um jelly mousse <laughs> So yeah, it was just a packet of the sugar-free jelly um, with, I can't remember the exact measurements, but a bit of water, zhuzh it up, um, and then put in the phage, again, zhuzh it with the hand blender, um, and then you just pop it in the fridge, and it's just like, it was just a mousse, basically, it was quite nice. Very high in protein as well, because even the jelly sachet has like six grams of protein in. Yeah, love it. Maybe maybe if you could just drop some of the guys a tag in the Facebook group, I think that would be uh, super, super yeah. useful um jason you can it in baking 
a lot of like the low calorie baking recipes you use use yogurt instead of of like milk and stuff like that love it and jason jason's saving us the pounds because tesco's have their own version for a pound for 500 gram tub saving a fortune because phage isn't cheap um no. love unless it. you waitrose you get the vouchers every week with it on if you buy it a lot <laughs> ah, you save like pound 50 every week on it love it absolutely love it and oh god we've got all the yogurt shares going on right now so um hannah let's go into let's just do one two tips for like lifestyle and then we'll do one just for mindset okay um give me two tips around lifestyle so in terms of fitting everything balancing it or anything that you feel would just be really really useful for people um the main one is if you've got like social events coming up or you've got a evening meal out or, or stuff like that is save some of your calories from the week so if you're on 1600 every day then cut that back slightly for four or five days just to give you the extra um so if you go for your meal out you can go out enjoy yourself have a couple of drinks have a meal that you really want to have and enjoy but without the worry of going over your calories because you have them saved so you're on a weekly calorie target that really 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 changed my kind of lifestyle and going out and not worrying about what I was eating yeah um while I was out basically you're in, you're in the um, <laughs> I know I was I'm sat outside works so it's getting dark <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I love the the calorie banking and I think the weekly calorie target is an absolutely invaluable like, lesson for everybody. Everybody gets focused on that day-to-day, day-to-day, day-to-day. We take that step back, look at the bigger picture. We don't just need to be in a calorie deficit for a day, a week, a month, or however. We need to be in a deficit for however long it takes us to get to where we want to be. Okay. So again, it comes to that phrase, operate out of being consistently good rather than occasionally great. Try not to get caught up in the two kind of minute details. Think how can I be proactive and let allow myself to turn up and be consistently good. So um, I absolutely love that. Uh, Hannah, what would be the most amount of calories that you would kind of borrow and lend from day to day? I'm testing you out here. Um, re- from if I'm going out for a meal out, I'll try and take off about 100 a day for maybe four days, five at a push if I've got like a weekend thing but i'm also quite good at choosing what food to have when i go out mm-hmm. um generally it'll still be something that we're not necessarily going to cook at home but i'm i'm fairly good at knowing what i want to eat at certain places <laughs> and having knowing what calories i need left over to be able to have what i want <laughs> how have you got good at that then just consistency just d- for doing it for so long <laughs> practice Um, repetition yeah and like if we go out somewhere for a special occasion or me and my partner go out for a meal out just the two of us we generally tend to go to the same couple of restaurants just because they're our favorite or or we know the people that work there and stuff like that so one of the main ones we go to is feast so I always know what I'm going to have before we've even turned up yeah always I absolutely love that. I've still never eaten at Feast, funnily enough, actually. Um, okay, give us what, one more tip when it comes to lifestyle, and then we've got one from mindset, and then we'll kind of wrap things up slowly. Um, just, it's it's a really hard, so... <laughs> I don't really know if I'm honest. I don't really have a second one off the top of my head, if I'm completely honest. Okay, good. How about mindset? <laughs> 
try not to let the little things bother you. So when I first started the program, I was freaking out if my weight had gone up by this or over a week, my weight had gone up consistently, even though I was in a calorie deficit. Like there are so many things that can affect what you're doing and can affect your weight. And it could, it's not necessarily always going to be your calories. Um, like at the moment, my weight's gone up, but I'm also not well and I'm on antibiotics. So I know that after my week of antibiotics, that then comes back off. It's like a year ago that freaked me out. Whereas now I know that that's just my body. Absolutely. So, also, remember, also remembering that we are being a female as well, body weight fluctuates massively and throughout the month as well. So... Yeah, I'm, I've noticed that massively this month. So I had my implant changed um, at the beginning of last month and my weight just kind of went haywire for about two weeks. And it, it was just my body kind of getting back used to it and healing and stuff like that. But stuff like that will affect you and you have to just keep pushing through it and be consistent with everything else that you can control and not... It, it is It is hard people do overthink everything people do get stressed about it but one of the things that Simon actually said to me was write everything down when you get stressed get out a piece of paper just write everything down and it does help <laughs> it feels if 100 it feels like the the last thing that you want to do I'll tell you what I've written pieces of paper that if I read if people read them I'd probably go to prison um but <laughs> Like generally just getting stuff out of your head onto a piece of paper. If you've got, ever got anything going on, if it's in your head, it's, it's super, super fast. But if you can get it out on a piece of paper, even if you rip that piece of paper up, throw it in the bin, throw it on the fire, it doesn't matter. But just getting things out of your head can be incredibly, incredibly, incredibly powerful. So um, Hannah, thank you so much. It's been absolutely epic. Guys, has anybody got any questions for Hannah? Anything, training, nutrition, results, anything, baking? <laughs> I will post some more baking stuff when I get to it. I love it. Hannah, I've got one question for you whilst um, people are thinking about it. How mm -hmm. how did you find, um, obviously, so for those who don't know, Al is Hannah's partner. Hannah started the program. Al, Al wasn't on the program when Hannah started and then he joined. How did you find the difference in the how smooth your journey went when journey went when he was or wasn't on the program with you? Um, to be honest, it actually wasn't that bad when he wasn't on the program. Um, I very much do everything. I do the dinners, I do the lunches, stuff like that. So he had no choice but to eat what I was eating. So it wasn't as if he was then coming home. He was still snacking a lot. That That's the only thing. He was still very much coming home and being like the snack monster effectively wanting the chocolate wanting the crisps and stuff like that but I also do the food shopping so I just wasn't buying it um then he was just demolishing all the snack bars and stuff like that however because I did his lunch while I made my lunch I was effectively tracking his food without even really thinking about it anyway and the dinners we would just eat the same dinner and I would track it for me so I knew that he was eating what I was eating anyway so if I'm honest it wasn't too bad the main thing was me getting up and doing the gym sessions and him being like oh where are you going why are you getting up so early um but then I managed to convince him into the gym too so 
Yeah. It took a while, but I got there eventually. <laughs> yeah, he crushed it, absolutely crushed it as well. He's a, he's a beast, Al. Um, yeah, I just, the reason I asked that, I just know from experience with a, a lot of other people, and even like when myself and Anna, Anna are, if one of us are dieting, one of us isn't dieting, it can be quite difficult because one person's like, oh, should we get a takeaway? Should we go out for dinner? The other one's like this. Sometimes if you just communicate really well and even get them on board and turn, hey, let's do this together, hold each other accountable, it can be a, a really, really powerful powerful thing so um team has anybody got any questions at all for hannah i'm going to give it 10 seconds and then we'll just do a little bit of a conclusion um i'm thinking about doing exactly the same bringing my husband on board absolutely he's more than welcome we'll put him through his paces um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll kill him don't worry um Go for it. <laughs> yeah he will enjoy it i mean i mean so ema knows al um they work quite closely together as well um and as much as Al complained about having to go to the gym and do this and do that, he did actually take away a lot from it. And although he's not gymming with me now like we were, he now goes to his friend's house who has a gym at his house and they now gym together. So he's at, he has taken on board a lot from it. Yeah. And we finally got him there to stop drinking about 20 cups of coffee a day. <laughs> yes. Yes. Amazing. So, um, Hannah, is there any, if you were to give someone um, just starting out this journey some advice, what would it be? Relax and enjoy it. Um, so, when I first started, I stressed about everything. Like, Simon had messages from me all the time, stressing about something. Enjoy it. Follow your program. Be consistent. If you don't hit your steps on one day, it's really not the end of the world. Another way that I think about it is if I hit 8,000 steps on one day and I physically can't get any more in because I just don't have the time, try and do an extra 1,000 for the next two days. You can kind of make them up effectively over the week as well. Um, but yeah, just be consistent as you can. Keep your tracking going. Plan your food in advance, but also just enjoy it because if you enjoy it, you're going to get a lot more out of it. Absolutely love that. And uh, think about anything you've stayed consistent of in your whole life. It's because you enjoy it. So the more that you can actually think about enjoying this process, the more that you will stay consistent, the better results you will get, especially for the long term. Okay, so uh, what does the future look like for Hannah now? Um, I'm very much carrying on as I am. Um, you're not getting rid of me just yet. Wow. Um, I really would like to tone up I say tone up a little bit more I'm kind of on maintenance and and kind of holding where I am but I would like to do a little bit of a cut again yeah. at some point soon um but yeah just kind of still going with the gym still just building the confidence in the gym as well and and just kind of seeing how strong I can be yeah what what are a couple of the performance targets we've got in place um so um I want to hit a 120 kilo hip thrust um so close um and i would like to get up to like a 60 kilo squat but like confidently can do it by myself yeah. and i, I, I'm I have put, a love-hate relationship yeah i'm gonna put this one out there but i want to set a 10 pull-ups ah, ah. <laughs> i'm not sure about that one well um like five is a push i'll work on it you got it. You absolutely got it. Well, honestly, Hannah, I want to say a massive, massive thank you. And honestly, you've absolutely crushed it over the last kind of 12, 18 months. Um, team, could we just leave a little bit of love in the comments or just unmute and say a big thank you? Because uh, I know it's not easy to come on here and 
one talk to share all about your own journey and the kind of the, the highs, the lows, the strengths, the weaknesses and everything. So honestly, Hannah, a massive, massive thank you. Um, Really, really appreciate it. No problem. All I will say is keep posting all your stuff in the groups as well, because it does help everybody. Um, So your sessions, exercise videos, stuff like that. Keep posting it in either in both groups, because it, it does make a difference to everybody watching other people's journeys watching other people's gym sessions and and watching them achieve their goals as well does make a difference to everybody else yeah absolutely and recipes <laughs> and recipes recipes make a difference too <laughs> yeah hannah that's a hint we want some bacon recipes please i know i need i need to do some baking hopefully no i did actually make meatballs yesterday homemade meatballs but i forgot to take a picture of them <laughs> yeah. they were really good though <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I can't wait to see the recipe. Um, but yeah, I, I second that massively. Just sharing stuff in the groups. And um, I know Jason spoke about this last week on the team catch up. You say that the, the three common traits of all of our most successful clients, they're fast to celebrate wins because if we can create positive loops around things, it breeds more action and that more action breeds more results. Okay, so be quick to celebrate wins, no matter how big, no matter how small. I'm buzzing, I nailed my steps today. Look at this meal I cooked. I managed to nail my calories, I've got my protein in. Doesn't matter how small those wins are, be quick to celebrate those wins. Okay, the next is be quick to ask for help. Okay, I get, I get it. Sometimes it can be quite hard to raise your hand and say, hey, look, I'm struggling. I'm not sure what to do. Okay, honestly, it's one of my biggest weaknesses is asking for help. But there is absolutely no point in being sat there stuck for three days, four days, five days, one week, two weeks, three weeks, three, four weeks, a month. Raise your hand. Even if you just send any of us coaches a little hands up emoji like this, we'll know what you mean. Okay, just be quick to ask for help. We're in your corner. Okay, we will genuinely help you solve those problems and have you moving forwards as quick as we possibly can. So be quick to ask for help. And the last one is just be fast to implement because information without implementation is absolutely useless. So on that one note, in, uh, implementation, what is the one thing that you're going to take from this um, hot seat that Hannah's done and she's provided us, us with some absolute gold? What's the one thing that you're going to take and you're going to implement into your fitness journey um, today or tomorrow? Okay. Um, I'm going to pick on two people because I'm feeling mean tonight. Um I'm going to choose Amber. If she's there. Hi. What am I talking about? Sorry. What's the, what's the one thing that you're going to implement that you've uh, heard on this training today? I quite like the idea about the restrictive, like the foods for different times. I hadn't really thought about that before. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like I've just started eating watermelon, but maybe I should save that trick for another day. <laughs> I think if you, when, when you're going through dieting phases, uh, watermelon is an absolute savior, 100%. 100%. Yeah, it's just because my calories are quite low anyway, aren't they? So I just, water, it has been working. I am feeling fuller and I'm trying to like bulk out my lunches so I eat a bit more, even though I'm not that hungry because then it sustains me till dinner. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's really a case of looking at those those high low calorie, high volume foods and thinking, hey, where can I try and save these as a bit of a tactic to implement when my hunger really does creep up? Okay. Mm, yeah. Wow. Thanks. Absolutely love it. Um Ima. Give me one. Ima. Okay. 
Right, remind me again what the question was. Was what one thing that you've heard on this training that you're going to implement into your journey tonight or tomorrow? I like Hannah's idea of, of prepping meals for the next day because we're, we're actually in a very similar um, industry. We all sort of work in between each other and it does get very, very busy. Um, and it comes to lunch and um, in, the, in the office is generally who goes and does the lunch run. So it'd be quite good, at least my lunch is, I mean, all the facilities that are in the office, at least if my lunch is packed and in the office, I just need to grab it. And then you're not clock watching about, oh God, is it lunchtime yet? It's there ready. And that's like a, a weight off your mind. I'm also, with my husband, Miles, then if I'm making lunch for me, then I may as well do double up. Um, with him and have it in the fridge. So I love that idea. I mean, I'm a busy mum of three. We run our own business. And um, I've got to, well, I don't know if you can call Max a child. <laughs> <laughs> he still lives at home. He's coming 24 years of age. And I'm making dinner for five of us every evening. So I think the biggest thing I take away from Hannah is to be prepped and mentally know what you're cooking for the next day because for me it was just a makey up a go alongy and then what happens is you come biggest faux pas is you come home from work and you're hungry and you just grab whatever you can while you're cooking dinner so then you're you're overeating and then by the time I sit down to dinner I'm not hungry because I have eaten <laughs> and snacked and picked that before dinner so I like her idea of of even cooking it the night before. So all you've got to do is heat it up the next night. So being a day ahead of yourself, I think is key in preparation. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Proactive is my favorite word. Set yourself up for success. Um, mm -hmm. I think particularly in the position you are, busy mom, business, the amount of decisions that you have to make on a daily basis is, mm -hmm. is ridiculous. The more, the, as many decisions as you can remove as humanly possible, um, it will just help you so much. Because then when you do have to kind of use that willpower muscle, because willpower is like a muscle, the more that we use it, the tighter it gets. So that's quite often why towards the back end of the day, you're probably picking at those couple of little things because you've made decision, made decision, made decision, made decision. That willpower muscle, excuse my French, it's fucked. It's knackered. Okay? Whereas if you can remove loads of those decisions by the time you get there, you've got that willpower energy left and you can use it to just get through that and then just have a have your dinner. So uh, I think- I mean Easier said than done. Come like April, May time, we're doing 12 hour days, seven day weeks. Um, mm. it's it's easier now because it's it's easing off slightly because we're coming to the end of the season. So I've actually this is a really good time for me to start this program because I've got a bit more time in my hands than I would have done, you know, May, June, July, August. Um it's is horrendous. Um, so it's it's a good time for me to start to get uh, some consistency, which is obviously one of your buzzwords, some consistency so that coming through to next season, then I'll be one step ahead of the game. Yeah, absolutely. It will have become a habit by then. And when it's a habit, it's easy. And when it's easy, you don't really have to think about it. It just becomes who you are and what you do. Um, and also you'll have your own personal systems in terms of training nutrition lifestyle that you would have fine-tuned and tweaked that you know work exactly for you but i think it's also just be being very wary on that that your routine now may change very slightly to your routine in those busy months and that's okay mm -hmm. like hannah said it might be a case of just saying hey look right now i'm doing four sessions but now i step back and i only do two sessions and an optional third and that's okay but we just those priorities shift throughout the year and that's absolutely fine this is just a time where you can really double down on you 
Um, maybe business does take a tiny bit of a back step in terms of you can delegate stuff because it's not as busy. Um, and then that comes around and that priority sh- might shift very slightly. And that's actually yeah. that pushing and pulling between things. But um, team, this has been absolutely incredible. I appreciate that uh, it is everybody's Thursday evening. So I will love you and leave you. It is caught to 11 here. So I'm probably going to go straight to bed if I'm completely honest. Okay. Um, the beauty of the time difference here. Um, but guys, this will be posted on the private podcast. If anyone's not on the private podcast, please pop a message in the Facebook group or message any of myself or any of the coaches and we will make sure that you are on there, okay? Um, every single training that we do, plus extras, there's a brand new one every single week goes up on there. There's loads of absolute gold. Remember, knowledge is power. When you understand, you can then implement, okay? The team, have an absolute incredible Thursday. Have an incredible weekend. And I will see you all next week where we have the think, act, and operate like an A-grade client training which is going to be one that we've been talking about for a long time, but it's going to be about how you can genuinely get the most out of this program, get the most out of coaching so you can get the best results and keep them absolutely forever. It's one I'm looking forward to. Okay. So team, have a good one. I'll speak to you soon. Catch you later. Bye.